This podcast contains sexual themes and is intended for open-minded adults. If you're under the age of 18, you should stop listening now. You're listening to Sharing is Caring. In this podcast, we talk openly about our journey into the lifestyle, about opening our relationship and our lives to a whole new way of thinking. Come and share our adventures into sex positivity and ethical non-monogamy. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 11 of Sharing is Caring. I'm Kiwi. And I'm Sherry. And today we have with us a very special guest, the beautiful, the one and only, from the other side of the world, we have... Cyan! <laughs> Woo! Welcome along, Cyan. Thank so, you. So Cyan, for our listeners, our lovely listeners, would you want to describe yourself? I'm going to describe myself? Okay. I am... Not very tall. <laughs> no, I'm five foot three. I'm Kiwi. What's that in real measurements? Uh, 163 centimetres. Thank you. I am of olivey skin, would yeah. you say? Yeah, yeah. nice olive yep. colour. Uh, I have naturally dark brown hair, dark brown eyes. And, and lovely freckles on your face. <laughs> I've just been in the sun, so they've really come out and uh, Sherry's loving them today. Hmm, yes. um, I'm curvaceous but skinny. Yeah, you yeah. have the right curves at the right places. Yeah, I think that's all I can think yeah, of. One generally good looking. Yes, thank you. Nice breasts. My thank you. I um, didn't dare saying it, but yeah. And bootylicious. All right, thank you. Thank so you. It, took, it took a while for us to actually come up with your name, didn't it? It did, it took ages. Far longer than it should have. So we just spent the whole dinner and dessert. That was a really tasty. No, it wasn't a tasty dessert. That was just. It was a tasty dessert. It was good dessert. I, I feel sick, but it was good. <laughs> it was a lot. It was basically a dessert dinner. We did have a full course meal and then had like a full course dessert as well. So. <laughs> a full course meal and a full course dessert. <laughs> yeah, so. as, appropriate, as opposed to a half course. Well, meal. you know, dessert is normally just a small portion. But was this was plate. like a full cake. Yeah. We went to a dedicated dessert restaurant. We did, and that was that was the problem. Anyway, we, we were we on a tangent here. Where I was going with that is we spent the whole dinner and dessert trying to come up with a good name. We also, the past couple of months we've been considering names, haven't we? Yeah, mm. yeah. So <clears throat> on today's episode, we're going to continue our journey a little bit. But as seems to have become proper fashion, we're going to jump around a bit in our story. And today we're going <laughs> to talk about the first time we met Cyan here. Well, not the first time we met Cyan, the first time we got to know Cyan a bit more intimately. Yeah, <laughs> because uh, we've known each other for a while, Kiwi. But before we get on to that, let's do a bit of a catch up. So, I guess since you're our guest here, you can go first. Is there anything you've been up to recently that you want to talk about? I've been away on holiday, which has been great, in the sun. Any interesting meets during your holiday? No, but we did have a little uh, love fling with an old friend. Mm. Yes, it didn't uh, end up going anywhere, probably for the best, to be honest. But yes, there were sparks. There was definitely uh, no uh, canoodling with anyone else on the boat, unfortunately. And for us, Sherry, well, mm. we're going to cut to the future now because we're actually recording this a few weeks before we're going to release it. So here's going to be a magic insert catch up here <laughs> where Sherry and I will do a catch up before releasing this episode. Okay, so let's travel to the past or the future. As our, <laughs> as our guest, you can do the time travel noise. <laughs> I think that's even worse than mine. It was a move that went with it. It was amazing. A, it was a full-bodied experience, you know. We're moving in time.
Hey everyone, welcome to the future. Or um, now it's going to be your past because when you're listening to it, we've already recorded it. But whatever, it's a jump through the future compared to the previous. To where we were. Yeah. And since we're in the future now, we can warn you ahead of time about the rest of the episode. We were all a bit drunk and a bit happy. Things were a bit chaotic, but we had a lot of fun. Uh, I think there's quite a lot of good stuff in this episode, and it's nice and lighthearted after such a serious topic last time. So, so hopefully you'll enjoy it. So for our catch-up, what have we been up to recently? It's probably worth mentioning that episode 50 of Bedhopper's podcast is out, and we're guests on there. So if you haven't gone and listened to it yet, it's worth checking it out. It's a great podcast. They're great people, so it's worth a listen. Go and listen to their podcast for their podcast, but our interview won't teach you anything about us. So Sherry, what else have we been up to? Well, there was something I was up to by myself, without you. I went to um, a girls' evening with a few friends and people I didn't know who were friends of friends. It was a vanilla event. So to tell you about the crowd, at some point I had to tell an embarrassing story. And I told a story where I was walking on the train back from the toilet and I walked through a carriage and in the next carriage someone told me, oh, sorry, but your skirt is uh, tucked into your gesturing. And I was really embarrassed because I had walked a whole carriage showing my ass, basically. So I told that story at the event yesterday and uh, one, well, two of the women there were actually very shocked that I was wearing a J-string. Oh, it's a G-string, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> they were shocked that I was wearing a G-string. And they were like, oh my God, you were wearing a G-string. Instead of saying, oh my God, you were walking with your ass exposed. No, no, they were shocked about the G-string bit. So I knew that they were not specifically super open-minded. But at some point we were talking about, we were talking about strip clubs. And one of the women went along saying, oh, I don't understand why you would want to objectify women that way. Blah, 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 blah. And then she started saying... Oh, but I've heard about parties in London where you go and you watch other people having sex and they're called killing kittens. And that sounds a bit more appealing to me because it's on an equal footing. And I didn't say anything then because of the crowd. But then another woman said, oh, and I've heard about sex parties when you go and just have sex with people. (gasps) Scandalous. I know. And they were all so shocked, except for that one friend who knows about our pastime, (laughs) looked at me, smiling a bit. I didn't move. (laughs) Well, it wasn't the right crowd to come out. But later, when it was a bit quieter, I went to the one woman who had talked about killing kittens because she had said the tone she'd used kind of hinted at the fact that she was actually interested. So I told her about it and said, oh, you know, you you should check it out if you're interested. Then she was like, all curious about what I've done, what we've done and how it works and what do you wear when you go there? And a lot of practical questions. So I think maybe we'll have another convert. Yeah. Well, in the theme of this episode as well. Yeah. So that was fun. It was interesting to see how sex parties and even open marriages, because there was a discussion at some point, are seen as so scandalous. People are just not used to it. It's not something they've ever been exposed to. So it seems so foreign and alien. And because they don't know anyone who does it, they imagine it's non-normal people who do it. That's our job to uh, come out to them and show them that actually normal people do. Oh, no, we're not normal. (laughs) Well, we can come out to a few people. I think it helps destigmatize the practice. Anyway, what else did we do? What else have we been up to recently? Uh, Last weekend, uh, Mew came over again. So Mew was the uh, unicorn who we met on Tinder and she came over about a month ago and we just spoke about her on episode nine briefly. Mm -hmm. Um, So she came over again and uh, she was dressed very sexily when she arrived. I I didn't think it was that sexy. I, I thought it was a very nice summer dress. But it had an effect on you. I think you're very sensitive to what women wear, especially dresses. Yeah, and some nice eye makeup as well. 
Oh, yeah, she, she did. Well, speaking of nice dresses, it's really, really hot here today. So we're both recording naked. And I've noticed your little glances at my boobs. Oh, well, be rude not to. <laughs> so what did we do when she arrived? We, we just chilled a little bit. We had um, a few drinks, our nice French wine, as usual. But you guys liked your... You were drinking your French tonic. wine. Yeah, we got on the G&Ts. And this time we didn't need to do any strip poker, did we? We had a much better connection this time, both emotionally and sexually as well. Yeah. So it progressed quite quickly, actually, and escalated quite quickly, but quite naturally. Although we had the help of that new lifestyle game you've bought oh yeah we didn't actually play it properly we just spoke about it and looked through the cards and then asked some of the questions on the, on the icebreaker cards yeah like which celebrity would you have sex with or the, the very entry level ones but it kind of helped break the sexual tension and start going on with things yeah i think next time would be even easier again oh we should just arrive and we'll jump on each other we'll be naked when she arrives <laughs> Maybe next time I can wear sexy lingerie. Yeah, because you really didn't dress up at all. I was wearing a nice dress. It was a long dress, so Kiwi doesn't like it because he likes when legs are showing, I think. But I felt I felt good in that dress. I felt sexy in it, so I think it's a good. lot about it. Exactly. That's what matters. Yeah. What happened? We uh, were on the couch. We started kissing and then very quickly shifted to the bedroom. Yeah. And we had some discussions earlier in the evening about things that we wanted to try. Mm-hmm. And I had mentioned that i really want to try scissoring one day and i think um oh is that an expression in english it didn't fall into a deaf ear yeah because very quickly when we're in the bedroom she she put herself in position <laughs> waiting for me to kind of uh to dock <laughs> to dock <laughs> so we tried scissoring um it wasn't a success i don't understand how people do it it was so weird. It was just not imbricating I think you properly. just didn't quite have the right angle. No, I think it was... A, we, we need to work at it. Um, I think it'll be a good ab workout when you do successfully do it. <laughs> I don't know. We, we didn't manage to have the right parts touching the right parts. Still fun. I guess we had a good laugh. Yeah, and it was enjoyable for me to sit back and watch. <laughs> more on the right, more on the left. <laughs> <laughs> I was like a guy backing a truck. I stood behind it and you know, this bit further, bit further. Beep. No, it was it was, it was fun, and I guess now I can say that I've tried scissoring. Yeah, but the the sex itself it really was really enjoyable. We oh, it was so sexy. You came a few times, and I think and you came you, even more than me. Yeah, all over the bed. Yeah, <laughs> it was quite wet in there. <laughs> Just strip it down and chuck it in the washing machine in the evening. Was that in the evening or in the morning where you and Mew were well playing with each other, and I was masturbating next to you? That guys? was uh, both in the evening and in the morning. Oh, all right. <laughs> Well, you know, it's really hard for me to watch you play together. So Sherry was lying on her back with her vibrator watching both of us next to her. Yeah. And you seem to really enjoy when I'm in the position where it looks like I'm having sex with her. Yeah. I'm not sure how it works, but it makes me come so easily. Just watching you with another woman. That's your secret button. So after we all had lots of sex and we didn't actually have too late a night in the end. I think it's because... She arrived early and we didn't uh, we didn't fuck around. We started very quickly on the sex. So mm. even if we played for like three hours, because we started at maybe 8.30 or 9, it was still early in the evening. So we had a long night of sleep, but 
not much sleep. Yeah, that's a problem. Having three people sleeping in a bed is just it's still not a quite reasonably ju- large bed, but it's not quite large enough. So I think next time we've got to buy a larger bed. People are going to question our choice of bed. Yeah, why is your whole room a bed? Oh well, since you're asking, <laughs> <laughs> let us show you. I think the three of us didn't sleep well at all. No, it was still a good experience. And the it. next morning, the next morning I woke up a bit early before you again. Yeah, but Mew was sort of stirring and woke up at the same time. Well, you woke up kind of. So her and I just cuddled in bed for. Probably about 45 minutes or so, just chilling out for a bit before you finally woke up. Well, I was awake. I was just trying to get some sleep because yeah. the night had been so short. Didn't really work, especially with you two on the side. A few wandering hands on me. I think the middle is the decision that's worst to sleep in, but best to be in. Yeah. Don't complain about being in the middle with oh, a woman no, no, on no, each no. side. <laughs> <laughs> you won't catch me complaining about that. So you woke up and we just all cuddled in bed for a while, all, all three of us. I went and make, made some tea and coffee. But we didn't have any coffee left in the house. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was devastating. So we decided to order some coffee in because we're really lazy. Did you order the coffee in the end? No, we didn't. <laughs> and while looking for delivery coffee, we decided, oh, let's get delivery pancakes. Yeah. So we ordered some pancakes delivery, which they didn't have any coffee. Then while the pancakes were on their way, we all started having sex again. Yeah, I thought it was not reasonable because the pancakes were going to arrive while we were playing. And we should be quick, but we were not quick. And the pancakes arrived while we were playing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think it was again when you and her were playing and I was watching you with my vibrator. Yeah. So I was the one that was the most in the position to get dressed quickly, go downstairs, get delivery, go back upstairs, <laughs> remove my clothes as, as quick as possible, and then join back in bed. <laughs> I think I remember you saying, we heard the doorbell ring and you said, should I go or you? I sort of paused for about two seconds and said, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to go. So in the end, we, we finished playing until everyone came, I think. Yeah. And then we went to the kitchen and had our lukewarm pancakes. Post-orgasm pancakes. Yeah, it felt good. But then after breakfast, we all sort of took turns to have showers and then just cuddled on the couch and talked for a while. Yeah. And again, initially it was just like chatting and maybe a few wandering hands on top of the clothes. Yeah, just like cuddling and stroking the hair or stroking an arm, that sort of thing. Or leg. Yeah, because we had no intention to play again because... Mew had to leave uh, in the afternoon. Yeah, so we just wanted to chat. But, but good intentions. I don't know how it happened. No, I think it was you. And then it just sort of escalated again. And I think I wanted to see her boobs again. And then uh, we ended up having sex again. Oh, yeah. On but, the couch. Yeah. We didn't even go to a, ba- to a bedroom this time. It's too far. Although our floor is polished wood, so uh, it's quite hard. I was kneeling on the couch and in between Sherry's legs and um, it was really sore in my knees. So I thought I'll put down a blanket on the ground and <laughs> kneel on that. But instead, I ended up holding on to Sherry and then my knees were sliding around everywhere. <laughs> but Mew had a great idea and she went behind you and kind of held you in place yep. while you were fucking me. Helped me thrust. That was quite hot actually to see her right behind you like that. It was, it was a very good experience having her around again, and I'm personally really enjoying the connection which oh, is there's developing. Oh, definitely, definitely a really, really good qu- connection, not just sexually. Also, we have a good chat. And, yeah. uh, and it's quite a tactile relationship as well, which is really nice. Yeah, I like that. So I guess that was it for the catch-up for this week. I think it's time to go back to the past with Cyan and for you guys to hear our interview with her and see how it evolves. So 
on to our main segment. So we're going to talk about when we first got to know Cyan a little bit better. And this story probably starts a long, long time ago. So we're going to have to go back in time, but we're going to skip the time travel noise this time. <laughs> Why? We're going to go back into the to the noughties, back to the days of high school. Oh, wow. We are going very far back. We're going very, very far back. All right. And I'm not in the picture, am I? Not in the picture. No, I don't know no. who she is. She's just some woman in France. So. Yeah, and I'm in uni. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm already in uni. You're still in high school. That story probably starts when we're early teenagers yes what is the story there how well did we know each other in high school is there some context around that i mean we used to go to parties together we we knew i knew his girlfriend of the time um we we share a lot of mutual friends we we hung out he had a terrible haircut um but hey i'm not here to judge (laughs) the the mop was in fashion i mean said him only (laughs) but it's fine it's fine we knew each other but not extremely well we almost say we knew of each other but we didn't really know each other yeah like we'd hang at parties and we'd say like hi but we wouldn't be like found together in a corner drinking like yarning crap yeah yeah and then uh we sort of didn't see each other after high school right so i left and and you went off and did something, and I went off and did my thing. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Not to tell our life stories or anything. Yeah, that's what happened, though. And, we uh, did other things. So to tell my side of the story, uh, mm. I moved over to London. Then when Sherry and I got engaged, we went and met another friend that I knew from high school. And uh, lo and behold, Cyan was there. Lo and behold, Kiwi was there. Yeah. And that's when I met you. Yeah, it was. That's when we very first met. I found you very friendly. That's good. Yes. I thought you were very innocent. (laughs) First impressions. A lot of people think Sherry's innocent (laughs) when they first meet her. Everyone thinks that. Yeah, you seem very innocent and like... Proper. Yeah, proper, reserved. I guess I know you more, obviously. But yeah, not this life. You definitely not expect from your first impression. Which is a good thing. Yeah, I think it's a good thing. Your cute, innocent smile. Mystery. Mm-hmm. So when we met that um, that evening, we sort of had a few drinks and grabbed some dinner and all just chatted away and we got on really well. I thought you were quite attractive, I have to say. Oh, I'm not sh- going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time since we've seen each other. Oh, yeah, yeah. it had been over 10 years. Yeah, and you definitely looked, mm, you did not have that mop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> In the last 10 years, I'd got a haircut. You had got a haircut. No, you look, You were looking very dashing. And then um, and then from there, obviously, we reunited. And for me, I was like, oh, great. A friend from the past that I haven't seen in a while. We seem to, like, really get on and have a lot in common at that point. Because we'd never really had an opportunity maybe so much in the past to really, like, be friends. Whereas when you're in a new country, different side of the world, it becomes something that becomes more natural. We'd also grown up like at least 10 years from there. Oh, definitely. When you're, when you're in a different country on the other side of the world, like you're saying, you're almost fast friends. You're instant friends with yeah. anyone from the same country as you. So the fact that we had the connection of going to high past school as well. People we knew, our wedding coming up that we were both attending. Yeah. Stuff yeah. like that. That really helped. Then you left and came back a few months later because you were living I was in a living country. In sp- yes, I was. <laughs> at that point, I was living in Spain. So I was not in London at that time. It was something I was looking, maybe coming to London as my visa in Spain was expiring. So it was a thought in my mind and it was nice to have a fellow friend who was living in London that I could rely on catching up or already having someone to talk to. 
So you came back a couple months later and we all went on a bit of a pub crawl and then you, you went back to um, Spain right. and the next time I saw you was when you came over for the wedding, not Sherry and I's wedding, the mutual friend's wedding. Yes. And um, it was so lucky. I was booked in to stay in some little Airbnb with about <laughs> 10 other people that was holes in the wall and extremely cold, but you actually had spare place in your room and you didn't I actually did. need it at all. So I got to stay on the venue for free in a nice hotel room. <laughs> it was amazing. I got an upgrade. And I had a great time uh, sharing a room with someone else. So <laughs> worked out for everyone, didn't it? After that, when you came back down to London for a few extra days, it was when we started to talk a bit more. Yeah around the discussions got more sexual it was before you went back to spain when we went to that little pub and that's Hill. right i remember and i can't remember how that came up but i remember us having a conversation about you being a bit more open with things and i was like oh this is interesting and obviously became intrigued with that conversation whether it would just been of like an interesting kind of gossipy element of being like wow i hadn't really heard or knew anyone who would do such a thing or whether it was a curiosity of my own because for me I've always been very open-minded with things um I've always had like a different mentality to others in terms of relationships and how they work maybe whether that's due to the past and, and my parents having a the divorce they did and both individually cheating on each other and stuff like that maybe it just gave me more of a realistic view on what relationships are or how people screw them up or or how people could maybe be open in those relationships and I have a secret idea that my mum is a swing <laughs> which I don't want to know any more about. Meeting you, Kiwi, sort of maybe enlightened things that I'd already discussed in the past about having open relationships and, and things like that anyway. Um, and my friends have always said I've been more of the experimental one in terms of that stuff. So yeah, it did intrigue me, the conversation. And also interesting that a guy from high school that I knew was doing these crazy things. So I think after after that evening, it's fair to say, well, at least on my behalf, I felt like there was a bit of a sexual tension between us, a bit of interest. I think it was interesting. I think the sexual tension for me came later. Because oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Misread that one, Kiwi. Yeah. But maybe I think it was like later on when more things... Do you remember the time we were at Brewdog? Oh, yes. That yeah. was when I was like, I have a weird feeling that we're going to end up sleeping together. I don't think I was there for any of these in it. No, 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 you weren't. Yeah. This is when we were out. doing the Friday catch-ups. Actually, tell me a bit more about that because I felt like the sexual tension was slowly building and developing. It was. From that first point where we had the drinks in Notting Hill, but... For you, you thought it was more from Brewdog, so no. From I get more. no. I think I guess I didn't really think of it before, but Brewdog was the point where for me I was like, oh, hold on. I was like, this is gonna happen. You know, at, when we first met, I had a friend with me, and mm. she did say to me later, she was like, oh yeah, that was always gonna happen. I don't know how you didn't see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. And then when when it finally happened... It was my birthday. It was. An unforeseen birthday present for Sherry. Yeah. We live quite far away from Cyan. It's a good trek to get out here. Mm-hmm. And uh, she came all the way up for... Uh, just a few drinks for my birthday. Yeah, for mm-hmm. Sherry's birthday. Just have some drinks. And we stayed at the pub till closing and then all started going home. And the way to the tube station, you walk past our flat. And as we were walking back, we thought, oh, yeah, it's quite early still. So we said, oh, so Cyan, do you want to come up and grab a drink? Really smooth. Very smooth. And I instantly knew what that meant. And yeah, when you said yes, I, I was like, okay, 
I'm pretty sure I know where this is going, but Sherry here was completely... No, we had discussed it beforehand, kind of. See, I presumed you two already, like, knew or, like, had had some plan, and I was the one oblivious. Like, so I had come out here, but because I consider these two as quite good friends, I was going to commit to coming out here to have the drinks, and then I was going to Shoreditch to meet my friends. So I was all, like, dressed up very fancy. And then, yeah, and then when you guys propositioned me... No, when you guys asked me for a drink... I was like, okay, if I agree to this, I also know what could follow after and I know what I'm getting myself into. So you either make a choice, you say yes and that happens or you go to Shoreditch and that doesn't happen. I had had the perfect amount of wine and I was really feeling in in the chemistry of it all and I was thinking that uh, Sherry was looking very, very stunning that night. Mm. She was very charming. She had this aurora about herself that um, I was really attracted to and I was like, oh, no harm it's just one drink if I change my mind I'll leave so you uh, had the perfect amount of wine can I pour you a wine by the way that's <laughs> right I'm drinking gin <laughs> no it's just like I was feeling in the moment of of you two and Sherry was looking stunning and obviously handsome as yourself as normal Kiwi <laughs> and um and then yeah so you can't tell it worked podcast. for me but uh, Sherry's sitting here blushing between us two at the moment. <laughs> she is. She's got that cute little grin on her face. <laughs> she does. <laughs> Stop it. So Sherry, do you want to talk us through the next part? After She's you stopped uh, fanning yeah. yourself yet. <laughs> we'll fan for you if you like. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed now. Well, I don't know what to say really because I had it at the back of my mind. Because Kiwi had told me about the conversations it had with you. And that probably tonight it might go that way. That was a, At least that was a possibility. Oh, that's so funny. I wouldn't say it probably might go that way. I said you never know. We've actually never yeah. talked about this either. So this is all very interesting for all of us equally because the plot is thickening. <laughs> yeah, this is the first time we've all discussed this together. Yeah. I think Kiwi told me that you had um, were interested in having sex with women. Yes. So for me, uh, from the moment he... Well, from the moment I knew you were coming all of the way out here, I thought, hmm, maybe she's interested. And then when you said yes for a drink, I thought, oh, okay. <laughs> it's odd. <laughs> yeah. Although you could have... I mean, you could have not gone that way at all if you hadn't been in the mood or whatever. That's true, yeah. But I felt like, oh, that's happening. Yeah. She's in. <laughs> yeah. So what happened What happened next? I feel like we've been standing on the street corner for the last five minutes talking about where we're going. It's funny because we actually didn't stand there for very long. It was a pretty quick decision. Yeah, we came to the flat and you poured us a wine or something. Yeah, you did. You poured us a wine and we're all sitting on this very small, it's supposed to be a three-seater couch. What is it? No, I think it's a two-seater. Yeah, it was. That's yeah. a good old Ikea couch, which has lasted for the last three years. Just. See, now he's making this story long, explaining the Ikea couch. Oh, he's always doing that. <laughs> so we're still five minutes now, we're ten minutes standing on the side of the road. No. <laughs> now we're sitting on the couch and we're having a glass of wine. It's a very nice glass of wine. Laughing, chit-chatting still. French wine, may I add? French wine. It's lovely wine. Almost um, as good as kiwi wine. Ah. <laughs> and then what happens? Then the cards come out, don't they? Yeah, I think uh, Cyan suggested playing strip poker. I think... No. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might have been Kiwi, although actually it might have been me. I think we got some cards out and we said, let's play a card game. And then you jokingly suggested playing strip yeah, poker. Yeah, I think, I think it was actually me who suggested the <laughs> strip poker. And then from there, we obviously played strip poker. Who was naked first? I, I feel like someone stacked the deck when I wasn't looking. I'd like to point out at this point that all I was wearing was a play suit. So one item of clothing and then like a bra and a G-string. That is all I had on me. 
Um, somehow. So the game was flawed, but no one cheated. No one actually cheated. You were in the room the whole time, except for that one time you went to the toilet, but shh. <laughs> so somehow, even though Cyan had hardly any clothes on to start with, I ended up being naked first. That seems to be a reoccurring theme. Yeah, it is. I reckon he rigged his own cards. You That's just, what I'm going with. You just wanted to show it to, to us. <laughs> so we, we all started playing strip poker and ended up getting naked. And since someone is <laughs> naked, then what happens if you lose a hand? You kiss someone else. Oh, yeah. But by then we were basically all naked, weren't we? Yeah, I think we all were pretty I, much naked yeah. by then, just looking for the next It was push. It was like comfortable but this also this weird like oh kiwi's gonna see me naked i was less worried about sherry because i didn't really know her so for me it was always just like an instant sexual attraction whereas uh kiwi and i had a weird like friendship first so we it was like a weird friend overlap slash you know chemistry like weird turning into something more but so i was like oh this is a weird element oh kind of into it though but also weird by it as well but yeah I remember that it felt oddly comfortable. <laughs> or a, yeah, it was oddly, yeah, it yeah. was oddly comfortable. I mean, you keep saying it's so comfortable. Should we just take our clothes off? <laughs> <laughs> it is hot in here, though. That's not deliberate. I promise. It's been a super sure. hot day. <laughs> He's like, I've got to close the windows for this podcast. <laughs> Do you just sauna room? So then after we all got naked and started kissing each other. You mean now? We're getting naked now? I mean... I wouldn't complain. <laughs> Do the listeners want to hear the, the next part? <laughs> no, I think they wouldn't want to. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, sorry. So after what we got... <laughs> it's not going to work. <laughs> so I'll finish what Kiwi's trying to say. Then um, we were all naked on the two-seater couch. <laughs> two-seater Ikea couch. <laughs> Ikea couch. That's three years old. I think the next card, you're right, was to kiss, basically, was next, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was if you win, you decide who kisses who. Oh, maybe. You said that we were going to kiss, Kiwi and I. And then I think... And then Kiwi said that you and I were going to kiss. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I remember, I think I kissed you first. Like, after you two kissed. And then I remember kissing your nipples or slash sucking your nipples. So and should... then it was all on, like Donkey Kong. <laughs> We should probably interrupt this story to say, how many times have you been with a woman before this situation? I hadn't. So unfortunately, uh, similar to Sherry, I hadn't had an opportunity to be with a woman, even though I'd wanted to. And whatever opportunities I'd had in the past had unfortunately slipped through for whatever reason. And so, yeah, this was my first time with another woman. And you were our first unicorn too. Woohoo! We were all each other's firsts. Yay! Isn't that exciting? It was very exciting. It is very exciting. So we actually realized that this evening as we're walking home from dinner. Yes. And it was part of the inspiration to podcast to celebrate being first. Yeah, so what happened after that? So after that, we all progressed to the bedroom. We did. We stayed a little while on the couch. We were a little bit, yeah, on the couch for a while, sort of sucking nipples and kissing each other Mm. and getting comfortable. It was probably a good thing because for me and you, Kiwi, that was that that boundary we had to pass. So for us kissing here and it being comfortable and having our wine and going from there worked really well. For me, personally. The known space. If we'd gone straight to the bedroom, clothes off, that would have been quite a shock. Maybe too much pressure too fast yeah yeah too big a jump yeah because for me it was first time moving past with a friend and also with a a woman as well so there was a lot of barriers to overcome which didn't take long to overcome to be fair (laughs) i was fine pretty fast so uh that was good you look like a natural really (laughs) i wouldn't have thought it was your first time i thought (laughs) i thought you had done it before 
Yeah, the next morning, Sherry was saying, she's really good at going down on me. I think uh, <laughs> I think I'm not a first woman. <laughs> wow, you were. Nice. I just... Uh... Naturally talented. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> Enthusiasm and enjoyment goes a long way. It's true. And also being a woman yourself really helps because you realise you just do what you want done to yourself, you know, mm. or what, you know, you do to yourself you like. with hands, yeah. whatever. I remember we took, I mean, a, few, I remember what we did, we took but... a few pictures. Yeah, we took a few sexy pictures. I went out of the room for a while. I can't remember what I was doing. I might have been filling the drink bottles. And Cyan and Sherry were on the bed kissing and touching each other. And I came in and it was it was a very nice sight, actually. So uh, I said, oh, do you mind if I take a couple photos? And both Cyan and Sherry were quite enthusiastic about the idea. Yes, for me, it worked out well because later we made myself a profile uh, on KK. Yeah, so we use them. We use yeah. those pictures. So we're in the bedroom. Then what happened next, Kiwi? Well, I went out and I filled the drink bottles and then took the photos and then came and joined you on the bed and started kissing you as well. Yeah. And like you said, it was getting past that first barrier. But the more we did, the easier that became. Yes, agreed. And then I think I remember you went down on me quite quickly. Probably because oh, no, I, I did and you yeah, joined no. me or something. I was going to say, I think, yeah, Sherry went down on you first. Mm. And then it was like a, like a, we were doing like a turns thing, but like we're all entwined with each other. One person was playing with the other person while they were like doing something to the other person. Yeah, it was very fluid. Yeah. And it mm. didn't, it definitely yeah, it was didn't a natural like... flow, wasn't it? It was weird how naturally it was. There was never a time when I felt like anyone was left out or on the sidelines. No, absolutely It didn't not. feel awkward at all. No. I think you overcame that friendship barrier very quickly. Yes. And I did really enjoy being with another woman. It was good. You were a very good woman yeah. <laughs> to be with. I'm a good woman. <laughs> and also, she, uh, you have very good enjoyment noises oh. to egg me on. I agree. Which, you know, really got my woman hard on going also. So there we go. Fanny flutters. And, uh, oh my God. <laughs> That's from Love Island. <laughs> really? Yeah, he's watching Love Island. Oh, I'm ashamed. Oh, That's supposed to be a secret that you watch that. Dirty. But yeah, Sherry definitely does sound very sexy when she's being pleasured. It's a French she coming does. out. And I was really, I remember being like, you sounded like you were getting close to coming, and but you never did quite, did you? I no, I didn't. Know. Um, but I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Like, come on. Did you? Did I? Yes, yeah. I did. Oh, yeah. And we used toys on me for the first time. So, like, I mean, I'm not uh, amateur or anything in the bedroom, but for some reason, I've never used sex toys really before. I have hands and fingers, so that satisfies my needs more than, you know, it's, it's great. I don't need anything else. Nature's sex toys. Nature's sex toys, exactly. We tried a few things. That vibrating one was great. Mm-hmm. I mean, sounds like all vibrators, right? The Wee Vibe Tango. There you go. But that weird sucky one. Ah. Oh, the wow, Satisfier Pro too. Yeah. That was an, an <laughs> you experience. You sound like an <laughs> ad. <laughs> so we're getting paid for this. It uh, would be good too, but... How, I don't know how, how you use that thing. I mean, you used it on me. But it was a, it was quite the experience, is all I have to say. <laughs> no, but I didn't know how I felt about that sucky thing. I mean, it, it was enjoyable, but it was almost too much. Like I was... Yeah, sometimes it gets too intense. Yeah. How do you describe that intense feeling? It's almost like, not painful, but pleasurable. It's, but, uh, yeah, it's yeah. bordering it's pleasure border- and pain. pain yeah. yeah. And that's when you've got to be like, stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you actually enjoyed the uh, We Vibe Tango so much that... We decided to get you a present for Christmas last yes, year. It has uh, been well used, <laughs> uh, might I say. 
We've had some tragic news that I have to tell you. Sherry's We Vibe Tango has died. The motor oh, just no. gave out. Overuse syndrome. I think we've used it too. Much. Yeah. <laughs> Not surprised. Well, you're just going to have to use the weird sucky thing. Oh, we have plenty of this. Oh, we have a collection. After that, after we uh, finished all the fun, we all curled up in bed and you got the prime real estate. You got the middle of the bed. I did. Wait, before that though, oh. rewind a second. What I did really enjoy was you two, the finale of all the show, really the build-up of what we've done and they'd used all the vibrators on me so I'd come many times I was fine and then those two started having sex and like wow that was quite a turn on it was live show right in front of me um obviously the old fingers came out to play again (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that was that was a nice wee surprise on the end you're in very live porn yeah who needs Amsterdam (laughs) (laughs) yeah no this time it was the other that was the second time The first time, no, no. That was when you walked into our bedroom as we were about to leave. (laughs) Oh, yeah, actually, that did happen, though. (laughs) No, the the first time, I think, Kiwi was on you. Oh, all right. Um, The second time, I was a bit more involved. So we we all curled up in bed and went to sleep with you in the prime real estate. And that was really nice just to curl up in bed afterwards because we'd never had anyone stay with us. We'd never stayed with anyone after playing with them. Ah, interesting. It was quite cool... I think it was really nice the fact that when you was your friend first and then you came over and we had this really great sex and then curling up in bed together and sleeping in bed together. It was just a really nice environment. It was. It was safe and bonding and comfortable and sensual and, and like loving. It was a nice connection and it was a nice like finish of what had happened. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think was important too, especially for that first time seeing we did have to cross a lot of barriers and, and everything that had happened. The whole thing had just played out very naturally and comfortably. It was a nice end to that. Was that your first threesome? Yeah, full threesome, yes. Okay. How did it differ from what your expectations wait, were? Wait, wait, wait a second. Okay. What do you mean full threesome? So I've had a couple of experiences in the past, one of which I was walked in on, so that ended mid like slash quarter way through. And then there was another one where it was all going on and then one of the participants decided not to and me and the other one went off to the bathroom together. So it started as a threesome, ended just as two. Oh, interesting. So I've had a few other experiences experiences. and then also a couple of opportunities being asked as well, but for whatever other reasons hadn't ended up being able to go through with due to circumstances or whatever. So there you go. It'd be very but interest- first proper full night of a... Yeah. <laughs> oh, fun. <laughs> oh, fun. It'd be very interesting to know what your expectations were of having a threesome and how it was different to some of your expectations, if you have any. I guess my expectation, I was thinking more about being with another woman right. because it was something that I was always worried about. And then again, the whole like getting past a friend barrier. So I wasn't, I was less thinking about, well, I remember there was a point where I was like, okay, this is really natural. I always wondered if like my other three, some opportunities had gone through what they would have been like, but also they were all, there was only one opportunity where uh, it could have been with another girl and that hadn't amounted to anything. The other ones were all two guys. So again, Mm. it would have been a very different experience in my eyes, I'm thinking, or I was thinking. But um, Did you have a picture in your head of what a threesome was, how it would actually work logistically? Yeah, I think I I had really thought, you know, maybe that it was almost like a turnsy kind of situation, but it wasn't like that at all. It was a weird natural flow where everyone was a part of everyone. And I, I never, like, maybe you'd watched porn or whatever and been like, oh, okay, I can kind of see it, but you don't actually understand what that's like until you're in that moment. 
And you're like, oh, it is a natural fluid thing. It's not like a weird, I don't know. No, it's you, your turn. You wait no, outside the circle waiting for the other person to finish. <laughs> and then you jump in, tag team, you know, like that's kind of the idea that I had had before. So yeah, it lived up to better expectations than my previous mind had thought. That's good. It's funny that in the end, we still had it on our minds when we all came here. Even though it was not outspoken, we all thought it. Yeah, it is interesting. It's funny, though, that you guys had pre-thought it before me coming, being like, oh, she's coming all the way out here. In my mind, I hadn't thought of that at all. My intentions were always to go to Shoreditch to meet the others. I never once thought that that was going to happen. Your intentions were pure. (laughs) My intentions were pure. So you said you were off to see a guy in Shoreditch. Did you ever manage to see him in the end? No, which is funny because that night you actually see something really interesting, which also could relate to this whole, you know, being open-minded thing. So I don't know if you remember, but I, I said to you and I showed you a message and it was quite a jealous message which at first I'd kind of half read as jealous, half not really. I sort of just brushed it off just as a normal comment. But when you read it, you were kind of like, that guy's going to be, you know, he's going to be quite a jealous guy. It was a bit of a red flag. I can't it was exactly a red flag. I can't remember what, but you know what I'm talking about, don't yeah. you? And I remember thinking at that moment, that was very interesting. And it really like opened my mind more to messages like that, that other people do say. Because I mean, there's a lot of people out there that just aren't open-minded, whether it's from circumstance or like, there's lots of things. It's I mean, for me, it's something that I'd always personally thought about. I don't know about you, Kiwi, or you, Sherry, what your thoughts were on, you know, open relationships or not even open relationships, but the idea of maybe kissing someone else or whether guy or girl in the relationship, how that stood with a partner being involved or... For me, it's something I'd always knew something was missing and there's something more that I wanted to do but I just didn't understand that there were these things that you could do that that there was actually an ethical way to do this yeah so it's not something I really considered too much because I wasn't aware of it and for me it was more that I I had always been interested or attracted to women and there was a way to bridge that gap Mm. yeah for you two it's worked out really well because you've both managed to get the sort of things you want from it and now it's a working part of your relationship when you want it to be Mm. and I think that's interesting it's something that I bridged when I was younger but I never really understood how it could properly work and maybe now being involved in in you know the lifestyle with you guys it's really made me understand how it can work and now it's something even more that I I want to commit in my life it's not I'm not saying that you know I'm going to get a partner and I'm going to be like right you you know you're going to be open-minded straight away I mean I want to meet someone that has already sort of a slightly open mind but I'm not saying you know from day one that we have to jump into bed with other people because for me that's just never going to work either it's just an interesting thought isn't it knowing it's a possibility yeah no exactly and so this message for me was you know a, a big spotlight moment too because it made me think more after that moment with other people that I've dated or been seeing um red flags kind of thing or or how gauging what they might think if I were to bring up the topic of being open-minded and I mean it's a lifestyle there's there's different variations for everyone so well Cyan what's coming up for you Oh, well, I have met a guy on KK that I do need to meet up with. He was away and then I was away. So I'm going to message him and we'll see. I also need to go to a party. And also we want to take you to Rio's. Yes, I do want to go to Rio's. Find a a male friend and bring him along. Anyone want to come with me? (laughs) You can send an email too. (laughs) (laughs) To these guys. They they can be my personal PAs. (laughs) To find me a date for Rio's. That could be fun. Oh, God, imagine going on. A blind date with someone at Rio's. What an experience. 
Well, I think there's definitely going to be a few more stories coming up with Cyan here. So. There's <laughs> there's already a couple more stories that we do need to cover in future. We do. And we've got to play that card game. Thank you very much for joining us tonight, Cyan. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been grand. Best of luck for your adventures being Thank a unicorn. I'm you. saying this like you're leaving the house now, but you're actually staying the night. <laughs> I so know. we'll just have to press stop then. For our listener question today, it comes from <laughs> Fab Swingers. So we signed up to Fab, like I mentioned uh, last episode, just recently for the podcast. And we've got quite a few questions through and messages for you, through from people. So thanks for sending those. But today's one is one that Cyan will read out. So Cyan. Up to you. Okay. So today's listener question is, what is a unicorn? So we've spoken Ooh. about unicorns a few times in the podcast. And I don't think we ever actually mentioned the definition. And this is someone who just was a bit confused and wanted yeah. to know a bit more about I it. I think we just assumed that everyone knew, but um, it was a, a mistake because actually only people that are well-versed in the lifestyle would know what a unicorn is. Yeah. And that makes sense. If we're making this podcast for people who are actually interested in getting into the lifestyle, we shouldn't just assume that people already know all the terminology. That's actually another another podcast we should record in future is talking about swinger terminology. Oh, that's going to be fascinating. (laughs) So a unicorn in the lifestyle is a single bi woman who will play who wants to play with couples. Well, not necessarily single. It's a, a bi woman who will play alone. So a woman who is uh, in a couple. Um, but comes out to play by herself. Yeah. With couples would still be a unicorn. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's, it's not, nothing related to their relationship status. It's just their play status. Yep, exactly. And we've also spoken about manicorn in the past as well. We've got a manicorn friend that we're trying to sync up calendars with. Mm. So what's a manicorn? I guess it's a man unicorn. So <laughs> it's a bi male playing with both sexes. So would you say that I'm a unicorn? Hmm. Oh, yes. Definitely. (laughs) You're the best unicorn. Who wants to play with my horn first? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That escalated quickly. (laughs) I'll play with yours if you play with mine. (laughs) If you want to submit a listener question or get in contact with us, we love hearing from you. So find us on Twitter. We are at Kiwi and Cherry or one word. You can also email us at kiwiandcherry at gmail.com and you can find our website at www.sharingiscaringpodcast.com And now we're also on Fab Swingers as Sharing is Caring Podcast. Swing fast and say hi! And a big thank you to the new reviews and ratings that we've got. We really love you for actually posting them. It's always really great to hear from people who are enjoying what we're doing. And if you haven't yet and you enjoy the show and you want to do a little something to show your appreciation, we do love reviews and ratings. Yay! So thank you very much for listening to this episode of Sharing is Caring. After quite a heavy episode last time, it was great to talk about something a bit more lighthearted and fun. Join us next month when we will talk more about our journey. And remember, sharing Sharing is is caring. caring. Well, speak like you are speaking on the podcast. I don't have a podcast voice like you. You do have a podcast voice, Kiwi. Sexy podcast voice? Oh my gosh, you're a podcast voice. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay, we still love you. Exactly. We suck them all. (laughs) I can only guess what that meant. (laughs) That's it. Like, it starts. 
Oh, oh, that's what you said. That's yeah. what that means. The first one was, are you ready? And the second one was, it's starting. Wow, but it sounds so dirty already. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> that's because in my mind, it sounded like you said, suck me off. Uh, <laughs> I like where your mind's at, though. <laughs> this is a bad introduction of me. <laughs> With photos included. Oh. <laughs> Only of Kiwi, obviously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, people want to see you guys, Nathan. What, what do you mean? <laughs> I thought it's about me. <laughs> but, yeah, totally. Stop looking at my boobs. <laughs> do you realize you're doing it? No. <laughs>